Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Reels to Trails. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can be from any barrels where you come and get the tea. You want real talk with real people, nowhere else you need to go. Talking real issues, real substance, what else you need to know? Shawty been all in the White House, but she can talk the trap. She ain't never left the community, so she know where it's at. I'm talking BK Finer, she gon' rep it to the grave. And I only support the real, so I'ma tune in every day. Way up. You are now turned into Angela, but I call her Yee. Jasmine Brand is here. Good morning. Hey, Jasmine Brand. Shout out to Plies. I saw he just posted. I thought this was dope. Had the pleasure of doing my first radio intro. Way up with Angela Yee. Continue blessings and success. Glad to be a part of it. We love Plies. I know. And he said he's going to come on the show. Ooh. <laughs> I can't wait for Plies to come on the show. And by the way, the whole song is amazing. It, it is. I've heard the extended version. It's a bop. <laughs> <laughs> so, Plies, we need some, you know, we need you to put it out. Yes. Yeah, he definitely put the whole, needs to put the whole thing out. Oh, that's a fun song. Anyway, a lot happened over the weekend, which we will be addressing okay. today okay. Um, in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we will. Also, what I'm excited about is, you know, I love the show Love After Lockup. Y- yes, you do. Okay. And I was able to DM Monique. And get her to come to New York. Yes. To do an interview. Yes, uh, she so did. Monique and Derek came here. Their first times in New York City. That was a big deal for them. So they were here all weekend, but they did come through way up with Angela Yee to do their first. This is the first interview that they did. Right. When they did this show. Right. Uh, prior to joining Love After Lockup. Now it's Life After Lockup. Life After. What is it? Life After Lockup. Is lock it life, life After Lockup? Yes. After lock up? You love this show, by the way. I do. I like them, though. You. Uh, yeah, they're your favorite. It's it's safe to say they're they're your favorite. So we're going to see, because some people feel like, is this relationship real? Mm. Are they doing this just to be on TV? Are they trying to get a spinoff? Mm-hmm. So we'll get to learn about how they met, how they connected, how they even got on the show. Okay. Where they are now. You know, the big thing is, is Monique. 
pregnant. Is he? Yeah, is, is she pregnant? But for those of you who don't watch Love After Lockup, <laughs> it's still an interesting conversation. It is. When you get to see it. Um, yeah. Also, over the weekend, I did a lot of different things, which we will talk about, but we always start the show with shining a light on somebody. Okay. That's when you guys get to call up here, 800-292-5150, and you get to shine a light on somebody who is doing something positive. You want to show them some love. This is how we always start the show off with positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we'll have Yee Tea for you guys. And that's where we'll be addressing everything that happened with Tamron Hall, with the whole comments about women. Oh, I can't wait. The Breakfast Club, <laughs> what I was saying, mm-hmm. um, you know, is it cap? Is it not cap? So we'll talk about all of that. <laughs> it's Way Up with Angela Yee. Again, shine a light on them, 800-292-5150. Tell us who you want to shine a light on. Turn your lights on, y'all. Turn your lights on. Spreading love to those who are doing greatness. Shine a light on them. Shine a light on them. It's time to shine a light on them. Yes, it is time to shine a light on them. I'm Angela Yee, and my homegirl, Jasmine Brand, is here. Good morning. Good morning. Happy happy Monday. Happy Monday. We love a Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, but shine a light on them. You guys get to call and shine a light on somebody doing something positive. 800-292-5150 is a number. Today, I want to shine a light on somebody who actually got me tickets to go see SZA over the weekend. Ooh, okay. And she always is looking out for me, helping me out with things, and that would be Baby Sam. Okay. You know, she works in the music business, but mm-hmm. she really is an amazing person. And so my um, my friend from childhood, her daughter really wanted to go see SZA. She's 15 years old. Okay. Lula. Mm-hmm. And so she hit me in December asking me to go see SZA. So she gave you a heads up. She asked me a long time ago. She was prepared. <laughs> yes. And Sam happened to give me these tickets. Okay. And so I told Lula we could come. And then uh, Chanel, remember Chanel from Young Money? Yes, 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 um, yes. Chanel and D Woods. From uh, Danity Kane. Yep. And she also... By the way, does Broadway plays yes. and plays now. She's in one called Black Odyssey. Super talented. They also were going and they had an extra ticket. So I was able to bring Lula and Lula, uh, her sister Kalei, and then oh. also go to the concert and make sure the girls were good. And I got to take a picture with SZA too. Oh, wow. So their day is made. So shout out to Baby Sam. Thank you so much for that. Now you get to shine a light on somebody. Mello. Yeezy, what's the word? What's good? Who you want to shine a light on? Yo, I actually got to shine a light on my guy, Trav, man. I'm not even going to hold you because, like, he just sent me a feature for a song that I've been trying to, like, figure out, and he really helped, held it down. And then, oh, of course, sweet. I do this all the time. I'm going to shine a light on you. I definitely got to shine a light on Dan. You guys are, like, amazing. That's personified. Jazz, too. I'm not even going to hold you. Your swag on top. Like, I'm not even going to lie. We shine a light on everybody. Like, Look at Mello spreading all this positivity. Oh, thank when you. When do we get to hear this song, Mello, with you and Trav? Yeah. Um... That should be decided. We're still working on it. But it's almost done. I might go. All right. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Mello. That was a nice shine of light on him. really sweet. Mello always has positive energy. I love it. All right, Al. Who you want to shine a light on? I'm going to shine a light on to my older sister, Kathleen. At the age of 19, she took responsibility of her six-year-old and her nine-year-old brother. Mm. I was the six-year-old brother. I'm the youngest. Oh. Oh. Okay. To this very day, I can say, they say a woman cannot raise a man to be a man. I have not been in jail. I don't have a police record. I don't drink, smoke, or do any drugs. Okay. So I want to give her her blessings and her love and appreciation while she's still here. Kathleen took care of you from when you were six years old. Wow. And raised you to be an amazing man. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. So I make sure to this day she wins for nothing. Oh, I love that. that. That, See, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I love that. Shanita, who you want to shine a light on? 
Hey, Angela Yee. I want to shine a light on to my, my man, Antonio White. Okay, Yesterday, Antonio. he became a new, uh, another new granddad. This is his second grandbaby. Oh. Braxton. Braxton, that's baby, cute. Baby Braxton, baby love Brax. that. Oh, ba- Brax. Okay. Yes, baby Braxton. We already giving him a nickname. No, she said Braxton. I know, right? I was giving him a nickname oh, already. Baby, I'll give him Baby Brax. Yeah, Baby Brax. That sounds cool. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. Dude. That's what they got. This him. is my first yeah. time being on the radio. I kind of like like this. <laughs> I kind of right, like get this. It all out, get it all out there while you up here. Go ahead. Anything else you want to say? Yes, yes. And this is my first time listening to your new show, too. I was wondering why you were. I've been listening to The Breakfast Club, and I was like, where's Angela Yee? Well, here I am. You found her. Thank you for calling up. I love yes, that. Yes, I, I did. Yeah, I love that we took your radio virginity. <laughs> Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate this call. Okay, we appreciate you. Thank you. That was Shine a Light on them. 800-292-5150. You can still leave messages, and we will shine your lights all during the show, after the show, whatever it is that you need. But when we come back, it is Yee and we'll be talking about what happened with the whole Tamron Hall debacle on Way Up with Angela Yee. It says truth in the room. Ah! From industry shade to all the gossip. Angela's spilling that yee tea. Yes, it's way up with Angela Yee. Jasmine Brand is here with me. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Good morning. (laughs) And let's get right into this yee tea. So there was a lot of uh, conversations over the weekend over this Tamron Hall interview that I did. Okay. Where I was discussing that sometimes it was challenging to be the only woman in the room. Okay. In the studio. Mm -hmm. Not in the building. But in the room, as in in the studio, here's what was said. Because you were the lone woman on this show, it seemed to me that people were always riding you. Yeah, and, you know, I was the only woman who worked there, too. I mean, when it came to producers, camera people, and it wasn't an easy room for me to be I didn't know in. that. So I feel like I did need more, like, backup. And so that was hard for me, too, to be the only woman there with nobody to be like, check somebody. You know, you shouldn't have said that like that. It's just me. And there were times I did do that behind the scenes because we should be able to do that. Now, in the room, I met the producer was a man, Eddie, who I really love. Eddie's a great producer. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also was talking about our camera guy, Nick. You know, he was in the room filming. And then our board op, who really can't leave the room. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Because we have one here now, and he cannot get up and go anywhere. (laughs) So, and then obviously the other two hosts. So I wasn't discussing, you know, and I know Charlamagne has brought up um, Taylor, who is a producer, who cuts audio, does all of those things. But she has a separate room where she works out of, where she does that. So her responsibility is not necessarily to be in, to be in that room. Gotcha. So for the people I was talking about are the people whose job is to be in the room. And so I wasn't trying to make anybody feel away. Sydney is in here right now and she's filming this and she does digital. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they're editing video clips. They're doing different things. They're coming up with ideas. But that's not happening in the studio. Right. That's happening in the area that they have allocated to them outside of the studio so there's a lot of great women obviously in that same interview Mm -hmm. a lot of other things were said that I thought were really positive but I don't think I've ever been or ever not said that it was challenging sometimes right right, right. to be in the room and to be the lone woman in the room yeah so I it never blew up like this before I guess but maybe it was the way that I said it I'm not sure you know but I guess people were interpreting it to mean that I meant that there were no women working on the show and that was not my intention. Right, so right, right. not to make anybody feel like, you know, there because that's simply not true. I was talking about in that studio, in that room, 
And even Sydney would tell you, I would walk out that room and be like, I can't be in here for now. And I would even say, when I leave the show, I don't even want to talk to any guys. That's why I had lip service with right. all women because right, right, I was right. like, oh, I can't talk to any guys for like two hours. And I feel like I've said that on many interviews, but somehow this, yeah, this wasn't turned into fir- a lot more. This wasn't the first time I've heard you say it. Were you surprised that it became a, a yes. thing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely surprised. But, you know, uh, one thing I did do, and I advise this to anybody when something happens, because this has happened to me countless times Mm -hmm. you know just don't stay on social media because you don't want to be sitting there clapping back at people right a lot of people were like sending me screenshots like look what this person said look what this person said i wasn't even paying attention or responding to any of that right because honestly i had a great weekend i was with donnell rawlings over the weekend right you know i went to the SZA show i took my friend's daughters to go see SZA. right i did a lot of different things you know i have a lot of celebrations and positive things happening and i think i feel like i also know me like, mm-hmm. if anybody's like, Angela doesn't support women, I mean... We know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be an issue to people be like, oh, you always take the woman's side. You always... It's like, no matter what, you just can't win. So right. I just mind my business, go about my business, do my thing, do my job, and focus on moving forward on Way Up with Angela Yee. Like I said on the show, everybody was happy for me when I got my own show. Yeah, for sure. And it's a blessing, and I'm happy to be here and honored. But I did work hard for it. And that's another thing somebody told me. I have to stop acting like I was given a show. I earned it. I worked really hard. Absolutely. And, you know, at iHeart, they tell me that all the time. So, yes, I work hard. I do what I do. And we're up with Angela Yee is not going anywhere, guys. <laughs> Hopefully next year we don't play that clip back like, well, it's canceled. No, right. <laughs> when I called you this weekend, you were like, what? Wait, what? Like, yeah, you I were- didn't know. Honestly, I really didn't know what was going on. I was at a comedy club. Yeah, I was like- with Donnell. I was like... I'm not paying attention to none of that. Right, yeah. That's uh, noise. Okay. All right, so that was that. That was your Yeet Now, when we come back, we have About Last Night. That's where we talk about things that we did over the weekend Mm -hmm. or the night before. And I had a really fun weekend, so we'll talk about that on Way Up with Angela Yee. Going way up. Turn up, turn up. With Angela Yee. Yeah. Last night. So, About Last Night. Last night. Last night. Here's how it went down. All right, it's Way Up with Angela Yee. Jasmine Brand is here. Good morning. And we're talking about last night. And for me, it really was Saturday night. I went to the SZA concert. How was it? Oh, my gosh. It was way even more amazing than I anticipated. I'm a huge SZA fan. Okay, I like her, too. I've never seen her in concert. From the very beginning. And I took, you know, my friend's daughters, Mm -hmm. 15 and 13. They were so excited. Of course they They were. They also got a chance to meet SZA after the show. And for me, even just, I I gave them my seats. Oh. And then I, yeah. And then I was with um, Chanel from Young Money. Uh Uh-huh. And I was with D Woods. Yes. Who you know from Danny D. Kane, but uh-huh. they're sisters. Yes. If, um, y'all should know that, but if you don't. <laughs> um, but anyway, I was sitting with them and we were like, this is crazy. It was like a sold out show. The girls in there knew everything word for word. Really? And when I tell you, even just her whole production, her stage show, everything was perfect. Nice. See, I've never seen her live. When it was, it looked like they spent millions of dollars. Wow. Just on putting on an amazing show. So it was like a nautical theme. Okay. So she's on a boat and, you know, it's SOS. Mm-hmm. And, um,. I can't even, like, explain to you. She was up high in the air. I was like, I could never do that. Really? It also made me think about how SZA was a gymnast. I didn't know that she was a gymnast. Yeah, she used to be a gymnast because she also dances really amazing. All these things I didn't know about SZA. I know I like her album and I know it's doing well in the charts, but it makes sense now that you're breaking down how amazing this show was and all the 
the uh, flips and, and up in the air things she was doing. I, I can see it now. She has a number one album, so think about that already. Right? Well, yeah, I knew that. Going, no, I'm mm-hmm. saying just think about the energy. Okay. Just from the fact that she has a number one album. Okay. And she did not disappoint. Cardi B came out. I, now I saw those clips and I People saw your, your post. lost their mind when Cardi B hit that stage. I know. Yeah, so I just want to say it made me think about like because there were a lot of younger, younger girls. And she's from Jersey. I want to point that out, too. So this was in Manhattan at, the, at Madison Square Garden. Right. She's from Maplewood. We actually went to, when I was, went to high school in Jersey for two years, uh-huh. we went to the same school, Columbia High School. Oh. She tweeted about that one day. Ro Timmy went there also. Okay, so all the little... Lauren Hill went there. All the cool kids. All the cool kids went there, apparently. Jennifer Williams went there. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, I, knew, I knew about you and Jennifer being friends because you met there, right? Right. So mm-hmm. it was an amazing theme and it was just a great show. It was nonstop. And I was like, I actually didn't want it to end. I really enjoyed it. Oh, it was good. an hour and 40 minutes. Who opened for SZA? I missed that part. Okay, because you're late. All right, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to coordinate and meet people and get them situated with their tickets. Okay. But it made me think about when I... Oh, she also bought out Phoebe Bridgers. Oh. That oh, was her first special uh, guest. My niece loves Phoebe, and my niece is 16, and she loves her. Well, she would have had an amazing time yeah, at the show. Yeah, she went to the show in D.C. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, just wanted to shut that out. Um, it made me think, like, wow, well, I don't go to concerts like that that often. But right. I was thinking about my favorite concert I ever went to. Our producer, Dan, had to point out to me that it was um, Prince. Of course. <laughs> of course it was. Prince is my favorite, and he has an amazing show. But right, right, right. Yeah, that's up there, though. Okay. This is a great, great show. So if you have a chance to catch SZA, make sure you do. Okay. My favorite my favorite concert, Whitney Houston. That was the first concert I ever went to. You went to go see Whitney? I did. My dad took me. My dad and my stepmom took me to see Whitney Houston, and I was a kid. That so. is so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are like legendary things to be able to see and say yeah. you did. That was, and that was our first concert ever. And it was like the most memorable for me. That's dope. Yep. All right. Well, when we come back, it's time to tell us a secret. This is one of my favorite parts of the show. That's when you call in. It's anonymous. So mm-hmm. we don't know who you are. So you can tell us anything. Maybe there's something that you've never told anybody, but you feel like I need to put it out in the atmosphere and get it out there. 800-292-5150. Call us up. Tell us a secret. Again, we do not judge you for these secrets. You do not say who you are. Mm-hmm. We just want to hear from you. It's way up with Angela Yee. Going way up, turn up, turn up. with Angela Yee. Now, 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 now. Back. Yeah, she back at it. Bring it, bring in the back. Back, back. Way up with Angela Yee is on. What's up is way up with Angela Yee and it's time for Tell Us a Secret. 800-292-5150. Call us up. You can be anonymous. That's the whole point of it. There's no judgment and we want to hear your secret on Way Up with I'm Elia Connie and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. 
And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Angela Yee. Yo. This is a judgment-free zone. Tell us a secret. Yes, it is way up with Angela Yee. My girl Jasmine Brand is here. Good morning. I'm hungry, Angela. We know. Okay. You're always hungry. That was my secret. I'm not going to lie. Jasmine, um, she goes back to D.C. on the weekends, and I always lose a couple of pounds whenever you're not here. Well, you'll gain them back. We're back. I'm back. We're back in the mix. We're back in the food mix. Jasmine will, on the way in to the studio, eat. And then when we get here, eat. And then while we're eating, talk about what's the next meal. Yes. But that's your secret. That is my... That Is it sexy? Now, what's the secret to not gaining weight? Because we need um, to know that secret. I'm nice. When you're nice, you have a, a higher metabolism. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? All right. Well, you guys call us up and tell us a secret. 800-292-5150. All right. Anonymous caller. So... Yeah, my girl like to do some crazy shit, right? Uh-huh. She, she like to put peanut butter on my back and lick it off. And oh. I like to put whipped cream on her back and lick it off, right? Okay. But oh. lately, the peanut butter been itching my back, and I don't know how to tell her that I don't want to do it no more. <laughs> Well, you might want to use a different type of peanut butter. It sounds like you might have a nut allergy. Yeah, maybe vegan. No, would vegan have nuts? I don't. Do you have a nut allergy? <laughs> it's like it might be the nut. No, I don't got no type of allergies. It's just starting to irritate me now. I get my my skin want to try something different. I don't know. Well, maybe suggest what other food does she like? Maybe I should try mangoes or something, but I don't know how to bring it up to her. I think buy the mangoes and be like, let's try this. She should also see that it's itching your back, you know? <laughs> right. You right. You right. Yeah, I think she'll like that as long as it's another food that she likes. All right, I'm going to kick it out to her and see what she says. Although mango doesn't spread like peanut butter. Well, what about chocolate syrup? Yeah, you need something that's more like a spray. Yeah, you need a spray. Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you thank for sharing. Thank you. All right. Hey, y'all follow me on Instagram. Peace. This, see, this defeats the purpose of being anonymous. <laughs> okay. Supposed to be anonymous. We got you. We got you. <laughs> Hello. Tell us a secret. How are y'all doing uh, today? How are you? Good morning. I'm doing good. Um, so, 
when I was around 17 years old, uh, I had my first child, and me and the mother had split up, and I was speaking with another female, and me and that female split up, and then one of my homeboys came back to me and told me that that female was pregnant. Ooh. And I believe that I have a 28-year-old son out in the world, and um, I lost contact with that female because I was told that right before I went into the Army, and then I went all over the world and never had contact with that female again. Wow. So you want to find your, um, what could be your son? It would be nice to find him because the same thing happened to me. I, we found a, a brother of mine that we didn't know about. So it would be nice to find him if it is actually mine. Do you know his name? You know how bad it hurts? No, I have no clue of his name or anything. Like I said, I had just, I left for the Army, and my homeboy had told me a couple of days right before I left for the Army. Okay. You know her name still? Uh, I still know her name. He might want to hire someone. Yeah, to help maybe them. you should try to find her because I feel like it's easier than ever to find people nowadays, especially with social media. I just don't know the drama it would bring because mm. I'm back with the mother of my first child. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Right. I mean, that's messy. But in a selfless type of way, you know, you also, this could be something that could be good for your son. Yeah. That's true. And these are mistakes that were made so long ago. Yeah. She might be understanding, actually. Yeah. The the woman you're with now might be understanding because she kind of knows what happened. And... You should share it with her and yeah. see what she thinks because sometimes you need that support from somebody close to you. I've thought of it, but I also told her that we never slept together. Oh, oh okay. You, Old lies. Yeah, that, <laughs> and, I, and I fuck with that. Well, we're not here to judge right. you, but um, thank you for sharing with us. <laughs> oh, thank you for taking my call. Hello, tell us a secret. My secret is I honestly hate coming to work. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell by how your voice switched up, too. She, you see her pause? <laughs> Oh, so what you gonna do no, about for it? For real, it's just huh, I'm gonna come to work because I gotta pay my bills. But <laughs> damn, I'm gonna tell you something though, and this is something for real. And I know this is just you telling us a secret. And you know how many people have that same secret. Mm -hmm. But I will say this: <laughs> I had told myself a long time ago because I used to have a, a like. You know, I, I had a job at one point that I hated to wake up in the morning and go to work. This was a long time ago before y'all make too much out of this. Mm -hmm. But I just remember thinking, like, I have to get out of here because I used to complain to everybody all the time about how I hated my job. And it weighed on me so much. And it would ruin my weekend because I'd be like, man, I got to go to work on Monday. Monday right. And you think about the countdown for that. But that's when it's time for you to take action. At a certain point now, you got to figure out while you're there, what's the plan to get out? True, but I love the discount I get. You love the discount? You said Ooh. how long you been there? Uh, over a year now. Okay. You better stay friends with somebody from there so you could use their discount. Right. I don't like people like that. <laughs> <laughs> it might be you. It may not be the job. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> no problem. Bye. All right. Well, that was Tell Us a Secret, 800-292-5150. You could also always leave that on the voicemail, and we'll play it during the show. And when we come back, Yeetie Time and Chris Rock. This was definitely trending over the weekend. His comedy special, it's a, by the way, live comedy special was on. We'll tell you some of the takeaways on Way Up with Angela Yee. Going way up, turn up, turn up with Angela Yee. Yo, she about to blow the lid up off this pot. Let's get it. Oh, yeah. Angela's spilling that Yee tea. Come and get the tea. Yes, it's way up with Angela Yee. Jasmine Brand. Hey. You always post all these great stories, too. I do, and everyone was talking about this. Okay, well, um, yeah, it's the Chris Rock special. 
And that was a live special, by the way. It's called Selective Outrage on Netflix. That's the first time they've done that. I, I it, it is. And I for some reason, I forgot that it was live. They actually sent me a gift box in here. Yeah, so last week, right? Let me post it. Yeah, they, uh, on Friday. Okay. But um, I did tune... I didn't see it live, but I saw it on demand, of course, afterward. Okay. okay. And so one thing that everybody was talking about, and I know we discussed it up here, mm-hmm. was when he was rehearsing his material, people were discussing... Him addressing Will Smith and that slap that happened at the Oscars. This is his first time addressing it, and I know he was waiting for the special to do that. Right. So here's what he had to say. Y'all know what happened to me, getting smacked by Suge Smith, and people like, did it hurt? It still hurts, but I'm not a victim, baby. You will never see me on Oprah or Gail crying. <laughs> that took that hit like Pacquiao, mother. <laughs> but Will Smith practices selective outrage. Because everybody knows what the f*** happened. Everybody that really knows, knows I had nothing to do with that I didn't have any entanglements. I normally would not talk about this But for some reason, these put that on the internet. Ooh, all right. Um, yeah, and look, I think this was anticipated. He's been saying that he was going to talk about this on his special on Netflix. Right. And this was his opportunity to do that. Here's what else he had to say about the slap. Okay. I have rooted for Will Smith my whole life. And now I, I watch Emancipation just to see him get whooped. <laughs> Got me rooting for Massa, okay? And a lot of people go, Chris, how come you didn't do nothing back? Because I got parents. That's why. Because I was raised. And you know what my parents taught me? Don't fight in front of white people. All right. Now, I saw a lot of people criticizing this part of the special because he did call uh, Jada Pickett-Smith the B-word. A few times. It was, mm-hmm. it was a little... It was very harsh. It was a little harsh. And then they were bringing up the whole timeline of times that he said negative things about Jada Pinkett-Smith throughout the years. They also brought up the fact that Tony Rock, who was his brother, said he would have fought. And they were like, why would he say he won't fight in front of white people because of how he was raised? Right. They have the same parents. Da-da-da-da-da. Those comments definitely had people talking. But now I kind of feel like... You know how it is. Now people are turning on Chris Rock when initially people were against Will Smith. See, I always felt like they people were more, you know, team Will Smith, even though he was the one that I always felt like they were more supportive of Will Smith because he came out and apologized. And Ooh, Okay, well, other things that people talked about a lot on this special was Meghan Markle and what Chris Rock had to say about her. Okay. Meghan Markle. Some of that shit she went through was not racism. It was just some in-law shit. Nope, they're so racist. They wanted to know how brown the baby was gonna be. That's not racist. Cause even black people wanna know how brown the baby gonna be. We check behind them ears. Cause you gotta see what kind of black child you gonna get. Is this a Steph Curry baby or a Draymond Green baby? Jasmine, your face. Uh, wait. Oh, yeah, you didn't watch the special yet. No, I just saw the clips. Is this a Steph Curry baby or a Draymond Green baby? But I do think it feels like Chris Rock was definitely trying to push the limits here. But isn't, this, fe- isn't this, this tracks for Chris, Chris Rock? I was about to say Chris Brown. This tracks for Chris <laughs> Rock, though, right? Yeah, I mean, like, my favorite Chris Rock special ever was Bring the Pain. Okay. I felt like that was, like, perfect. That's like, that was a classic, so it's kind of hard to And this was that. also live um, during this, but I do feel like some of it, I, some of it I laughed, some of it I was like, mm. but the title of it is Selective Outrage, so I feel like he wanted people to be outraged. 
And, and and some people were outraged. Yeah, for sure. And so there you have it. And if you haven't seen it, you can make your own decisions after you watch it. What did you think about it? Well, I didn't like how he talked about Jada um, and calling her to, you know, calling her word over and over again. Yeah, that wasn't cool. I understand what he was saying. Like, this is what comedians do. They say things, some people will get mad. Like, Meghan Markle, yes, we do all know the royal family's racist. You know? We do know that, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. I get it. He's making a joke out of it, and some people are going to be offended by that. But, um, you know, the part about his daughter getting kicked out of school. Hilarious. And uh, rich and spoiled <laughs> his kids are. Truth, probably. That was funny yeah. to me. Yeah. You know, that was probably my favorite part of it. I'm trying to think of other things that he said on there. He definitely pushes the limit. And mm-hmm. here we are talking about it. everybody was it, it definitely had mixed reviews on social media. So. All right. Well, that is your Yeetie. And when we come back under the radar and I actually saw this on the Jasmine brand. What's going on with Shinquella Robinson? OK. And the family. What mm-hmm. happened with this investigation? We'll tell you about it on uh, under the radar when we come back. Going way up, turn up, turn up. with Angela Yee. I got news. This is the news that relates to you. These stories are flying under the radar. All right. It is Way Up with Angela Yee and Jasmine Brand is here. Good afternoon. Good morning. You don't know what time it is. Good day. Good good day. (laughs) And this is time for Under the Radar. These are stories that are flying under the radar. They're not the headline news stories, but we want to make sure that you're aware of these two. Right. And this one is about Shanquella Robinson. Now, remember this whole story. She was in Mexico on a trip with her friends Mm -hmm. and all kinds of things happen. Um, You know, she was on a trip to Cabo. She was pronounced dead inside the villa where she and her friends had booked their stay. Then there was video that came out that showed the friends being her being, her being attacked yeah yeah attacked brutally beaten uh in addition to that um they said that they were told that she died from alcohol poisoning but then that video surfaced on social media so there was an arrest warrant that had been issued for one of the people who accompanied Shinquella on the trip to mexico that person has not been officially identified but the family of Shinquella robinson is fed up with u.s officials they feel they've been abandoned somebody was asking me the other day too like whatever happened with Shinquella robinson and then i saw this on the jasmine brand yep yep i, f- I forgot about this story until we did it right because i was like did they ever get justice did they ever find out was anybody prosecuted well the robinson family's attorney sue ann robinson and they're not related by the way mm-hmm. gave an update she said we weren't greeted by the consulate and taken to the attorney general's office we kind of had to make our way in order to get the information we did not receive any assistance from the consulate despite their knowledge of the protocols and mexico that the attorney general would require the consulate to be involved because it is a crime involving a u.s citizen so now they're waiting for the government here to do the next steps in the process so basically It's a case where the United States has to turn over a United States citizen or citizens to the Mexican government in order to be brought to justice under their criminal system. But this is also not something that's unprecedented. This has protocol. This has been done before. But it does take a high level diplomatic intervention. Mm -hmm. So on Friday, Shanquella Robinson's family went to D.C. and they had a press conference and they're asking, please, we need some support from these U.S. officials. And here is what Ben Crump one of our favorite attorneys had to say. 15 weeks and three days, and still, with all this visual evidence, nobody has been arrested. It is clear Mexico has advised that their investigation is complete. They have identified a suspect. That suspect is currently out free in the United States of America. 
interesting. Right. And so this is a case, uh, a story that should not go away. Everybody was talking about it. It was viral. And now it's kind of like, all right. And this happened October 28th. She left her home October 28th. Uh, she's from Charlotte, North Carolina, went on this trip to Cabo. And the next day she was pronounced dead. And so Shanquilla's sister, uh, Quilla Long, said she's disappointed with how the U.S. government has handled this case. She said, I have not been able to rest since October 29th of 2022. I got the call of her death. I also was told lies about her death. And I witnessed, among others of the world, a video of a death. Oof. This journey has been frustrating. The feeling of disheartenment toward our government. I feel like our government has failed us. Now we got to take extra steps and measurements as far as rallies, as far as press conferences and mailing letters. I feel like we should not have to do this. It's been five months and something should have been done. Right. I'm so glad that they have Ben Crump involved in this because he definitely raises the profile on the case. And it, mm-hmm. it's, it makes the story continue to be discussed because like we were talking about, we were like, oh, whatever happened? And people will sometimes talk negatively about Ben Crump and the work that he does like he just wants attention Mm -hmm. but he'll tell you part of getting things done is bringing attention to a case Yeah, people families call him for that purpose for attention I would absolutely positively want attention it was just so many questions with this case you know just like how they thought that initially was alcohol poisoning and then this video comes out Mm -hmm. and it didn't it was awful and the fact that no one's been arrested and we see this video and I didn't know no one has been arrested right so that's why we got to make sure again that's what under the radar is for these stories that have been flying under the radar that we want to make sure people continue to stay aware of or are aware of right uh, that they might not have known otherwise absolutely all right well that was under the radar now we still have some really fun things happening on the show today from love after lockup monique and derek are going to be joining us your favorite couple you know (laughs) okay so this was a great interview too so you guys are going to enjoy it even if you don't watch love after lockup and of course we have the way up mix at the top of the hour it's way up with angela yee way up just like to talk like they Angela Yee, like they Angela Yee. Man, she's spilling it all. This is Yee Way up. All right, it is way up with Angela Yee. Jasmine Brand is here with me. I'm here. On a Monday. Mm-hmm. And here is your Yee T. Creed 3 set the box office record opening weekend. It's the biggest box office opening for a sports film of all time. Oh, wow. It made an estimated $58.7 million domestically and another $41.8 million overseas, so over $100 million worldwide. Sheesh. I mean, that's huge. Shout out to Michael P. Jordan. Who, I know. That was a great this. first directorial <laughs> right. debut to have. Where do you go from there? All right. Now, since we're talking about sports, let's talk about John Morant. The Memphis Grizzlies head coach said there is no timetable for when he will return to the team after there's a video that appears to show him on Instagram Live. And it looks like he's holding a gun. Right. All right. I am John Morant. You guys have got a chance to see me grow up for public consumption since 1991. I've been involved in drug raids. I've survived assassination attempts. I've been that undisciplined young person that was trying to figure out how to be famous, how to be successful, and how to change the dynamics of my family. The one thing that young people have to understand, and in John Morant's case, when you first get drafted, You go from being a member of the family, a member of the crew, to being the leader. That was, by the way, Jalen Rose. I know we jumped a gun a little bit on that, but Mm -hmm. that was Jalen Rose discussing the whole situation with John Morant because John Morant has had some issues, and now he's going to be suspended for at least two games. Right. And and they're saying there's no timetable for when he will be able to return to the team. Now, John Morant, as far as 
his statement. He mm-hmm. said, I take full responsibility for my actions last night. I'm sorry to my family, teammates, coaches, fans, partners, the city of Memphis, and the entire Grizzlies organization for letting you down. I'm going to take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. I feel like this happens so fast. What? Like he just put the what the alleged uh, gun up and then it's like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, and I think there's issues on where he was. Like you're not allowed to bring it into the facility. Gotcha. Okay. And all different types of things. And he's had other issues too. Right. Uh, but he was at a nightclub, you know, when okay. he did that. Yeah. So <sighs> we'll see. And he has a lot going on. So the last thing you want to do is lose it all. A Jeopardize. 200 plus million dollar NBA contract. He has endorsement deals with Nike, with Powerade. That's worth hundreds of millions more. I think Powerade doesn't even do a lot of endorsement mm. deals with athletes. So right. he's only 23 years old. Oh, man. Well, you know, I appreciate Jalen Rose giving us some perspective. On- yeah, we saw you in BMF, Jalen Rose, you know. <laughs> 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 All right. And uh, Nicki Minaj, she has officially announced that she has her own record label. So here's what she had to say. I'm not going to announce the name. Well, I have a record label now. And because I believe so strongly in loyalty and because I've spent my whole life giving to others that turn around and shit on me, Patty Duke is the first A&R on my label. All right. And for people who are wondering who Patty Duke is, that's a longtime friend of hers. Uh, Patty Lauren, I think, is her real name. And so congratulations to them. She also said she's been texting the co-president of Republic Records, Wendy Goldstein, who was the person that told her to go ahead and disclose this information. I'm excited about that because I, I wasn't familiar with Patty Duke. Were you? Mm-mm. OK, yeah, I'm excited. Some I- people thought it was a different person. That's why I wanted to clarify. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Her, her name, her real name is Patty Lauren, which is also a pretty name. OK, <laughs> there you go. Uh, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion have expressed some interest in starring in a BAPS remake. Mm-hmm. According to Robert Townsend, he said there's people that love, love, love the film and some people that didn't get it. And those that love it, like you love it and you get it. I've had people go, hey, we want to do a remake. He said everybody from Megan Thee Stallion to Cardi B is like, could we do it? And he's saying he doesn't know, but people are interested. That WAP video really was giving me BAPS. BAPS. Yeah. So I'm not surprised when I saw that. And I wouldn't be mad at something like that. That That's a classic movie. Every year somebody dresses up for Halloween. It is a classic. We should do it. We should do it this Halloween. You want to dress up like that? Yep. We got to think of something. Okay. All right. And Fabio Foreign talked about missing Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud looked like it was absolutely insane lit in california over the weekend Mm -hmm. and he went on social media and said apologize to rolling loud and everybody who came out to see me i make it my first time missing a show and i feel so crazy about it but my body dealing with some real issues just keep me in your prayers and i'll hit Tariq up to make it up Mm -hmm. the reason people deal with depression and trauma and anxiety is because they're trying to take care of the things that should be taken care of i don't ignore my problems i fix them and then he said the folks that don't go above and beyond to handle their responsibilities be less depressed than us that do my favorite line, my favorite tweet is, I don't ignore my problems, I fix them. Right. I appreciate that. And you do have to take some time for yourself. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that, too, because I have a lot of things I need to take care of these next few days. You do. And I don't know how I'm going to get through it. And I'm like, and then I just had some unfortunate absolutely n- news yeah. that has nothing to do with work yes. um, that happened. But, you know. Well, and that's the thing. You never know what people are going through. People are going through way more things than you think they're going through. So... Yes. We should keep that in mind. All right. Well, that is your Yeti. And when we come back, it is Women's History Month. So we're going to highlight somebody, of course, on Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes 
I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. When they ask what you bring to the table, tell them you brought the table. We up with Angela Yee, celebrating the ladies during Women's History Month. Yes, it is way up with Angela Yee. Hey, Jasmine Brand. Hey, Angela I'm Yee. not just a brand. I'm mm-hmm. my own brand. Mm-hmm. And it is Women's History Month. And as we've been doing every single day, we're celebrating women who have contributed immensely to society. And we have great music in the background to kind of demonstrate this. And here's something mm-hmm. you may not know. All right. Voice over Internet Protocol. V-O-I-P. Mm-hmm. The person who created. Do you know what that is? Yeah. The other technology uses it. So, like, I'll, I'll let you Skype, no, Skype, Zoom, Magic Jack. They all use this technology. Yeah, so that was, that's what allows people to communicate through audio and our video while using the Internet. Mm-hmm. The person that created that is a black woman. Of course it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Marion Croak is her name, and she's credited with initiating and furthering the development of voiceover Internet protocol. So, more than um, 125 patents actually use this yep. service 
and over 2,000 engineers. She holds a PhD in quantitative analysis from the University of Southern California. Uh, she worked at AT&T for more than 30 years in data services, and she's currently a senior vice president at the company. And she says when the Internet first became popular, she predicted that IP and the Internet were going to explode. So she felt a need to start developing technology that would transform the Internet. And she did exactly that. And that's when she developed those fundamentals that we use for what is now voiceover Internet protocol. Yep. So we wouldn't even be able to have... I think business-wise, you know, with the pandemic, like we said, they use that on Zoom. They use it on Skype, a lot of the technology that we were using during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So now it's a billion-dollar industry, industry, and that's all based on her technology. She saw something that was happening and got ahead of it. She did. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And uh, her contribution is literally taking the Internet to a new level. But a lot of people didn't even know about her and know that it was a black woman who did this, Marion Croak. Uh, and if you remember dial-up internet, you can thank Marianne Crook for no longer <laughs> having to use that. So now you can actually communicate verbally over the internet, uh, specifically a broadband connection. So that's how we talk on FaceTime. We do all of those things. So, yes. Do you remember dial-up internet? Yeah, and it would be like... And then it would be like... I remember and it was AOL. So loud and it yeah. was so... It took forever yeah. in order for you to be, to be able to get on there. So, yes, we just want to shout her out. Among her inventions is the text-to-donate function also. I love that. Her team created that in the wake of Hurricane Katrina that helps raise millions of dollars for a disaster relief effort since it launched, launched in 2005. And um, she's now Vice President of Engineering at Google as well so congratulations and shout out to her and she was also one of the first two black women to be inducted into the inventors hall of fame i didn't even know they had one of those yeah me neither (laughs) that's dope but it only makes sense it does absolutely so big shout out to marion crook a black woman who invented this technology that we use all the time on zoom and on facetime she's an american tech pioneer Mm -hmm. and she holds more than 200 u.s patents all right dr marion for women's history month now what? You know how I'm about to um, yeah. pivot? Yes, I'd lo- love to hear this pivot. Okay, love after lockup, baby. <laughs> On WeTV, you know I really enjoy watching this show. You re- you are so fascinated. By, well, by the show in this couple, you're very fascinated. This couple, and there's other couples on there that I enjoy watching, but... You know, what it is about Monique and Derek is, for some reason, people feel like Derek is using Monique or can't possibly really like her. And I see people going in on her all the time on social media. But she is the person that really held him down. Yes. She said his family wasn't holding him down like that. Mm -hmm. And she was the one that was going to see him. They were together two and a half years before he was released. And she is the person that went to go get him and pick him up. And yeah. If you see their body language to, when they're together in person, you can tell they're into each other. The only thing is okay. that he has cheated on her, admittedly. More We're going to get into all of that, by the way. We're going to ask all of those questions. Yes. Because it seems like, well, it doesn't seem like his family doesn't like her. His sisters. They do not. Not his whole family, just his sisters mm-hmm. don't like Monique. And Monique's sisters don't particularly care for Derek either. The feelings are mutual. Yeah, it feels like a lot of people don't feel like this is going to last. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Mm-hmm. You know, he was locked up for, what, nine years? I think something I think. like that. But yeah. we'll get into all of that. Love after lockup. So Monique and Derek are going to be joining us. I reached out to Monique via DM. <laughs> That's how I was able to get her on the show. I was like, let me just try and see. She was so excited when you hit and her definitely hit me right back definitely uh, scheduled a trip and actually the day before they were supposed to come she wasn't sure if it was going to happen because he had to get permission from his PO yes to be able to travel it's, so it's tricky she was like you know later on tonight I'm going to let you know but we're still waiting to hear back 
it might not happen, but right. we feel confident about it. So fortunately, she hit me back and was like, guess what? He got clearance. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, she actually drove. She's from Chicago. He's from Cleveland. He flew in. She drove. Right. And this is their first time in New York City. So make sure you guys tune in. Love After Lockup. When we come back, Monique and Derek is way up with Angela Yee. Hey. Now, 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 now. Yeah, she back at it. Bring it. Bring in the Mac. Way Up with Angela Yee is on. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. Jasmine Brand is here with me. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It is on Monday. Mm-hmm. Happy we're, Monday. We're getting ready for a photo shoot. Yes, we are. It was a crazy weekend over the weekend. I want to shout out my guy, Donnell Rawlings. Oh. He's in town. BMF was on Friday, of course. Mm-hmm. So if you guys watch BMF, you got a chance to see that episode. It was a lot going on. Was it? I didn't see it. Man, listen. There's one... Um, one of the storylines is their father is like having an affair with the neighbor. I've been seeing those clips. Yeah. Yeah. And she broke it off, but then he ended up getting caught. Uh, oh, he got caught? Yeah. Uh, I mean, sorry. It's, I mean, it's out already. So that's why I don't mind telling y'all. <laughs> but you got to watch how all that happens. Because at some point, I want to talk about this. Because sometimes there's people who are like the side piece and they know they're the side piece. Right. They're aware. Are they responsible too? Because some people will act like they have no responsibility. It's not me. I'm not married. I'm not in the relationship. Right, right, right. But if right. you know you're the side piece, you're responsible too. I don't know. That's something we should talk about. Yeah, we'll do that. And at what some are the point. side piece rules too? So right. Mm-hmm. A lot of discussions here. But anyway, I was with Donnell, uh-huh. and you know he is on BMF. But we hung out in Brooklyn. He was okay. getting a suit. You know he has this. A specific place he always goes to to get his suits custom made is right across from the Barclays. I didn't know that. Okay. Right next door to Charm Bar in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Ray Dijon, who was up here on Way Up With Yee previously. Yes. He's a comedian. He's a host. He's an entrepreneur. He has now opened a comedy club in Brooklyn recently. Yeah. And so I told Donnell he didn't even know. So I brought him to the comedy club as a surprise oh. pop-up guest. Even, I didn't realize that. Okay. Even Ray Dijon was surprised. <laughs> like, wow. I was like, look, Donnell's here. And you know, that's exciting when Donnell shows up and turns everything out. He is super talented and super funny. Funny you say talented because talent was the host for the night, the comedian talent. Oh, I don't know him. Okay. So he was the headliner for the night. and. Okay. Um, Donnell came through, tore it down. Of course he did. I mean, Donnell is so hilarious. He is so funny. I don't think y'all even are, in real life, he's like that all the time. <laughs> right, right, right. He's a lot. And he's already planning Memorial Weekend, an event that he wants to do. So I'm oh, sure we'll goodness. get more news on that coming up shortly. But yeah, so that was, um, I just wanted to shout out Ray Dijon again because he came up here. We wanted to highlight him as somebody who is an entrepreneur, but also tell his story as a comedian. We do have this segment called Mastery of Comedy. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I'm a big fan of comedians. And so we are going to be doing that every Thursday. We have uh, somebody booked already. Just Pam okay. is coming this Thursday. And so she'll be discussing her journey in the world of comedy. Okay. And you know, at some point, Donnell Rollings will be here to host too. Of course he will. All right. So I just wanted to get that out there. Shout out to you, Donnell. Love you, boo. <laughs> and also to Ray Dijon, who has an amazing club. Y'all should check it out if you ever come to Brooklyn. Now, when we come back, Love After Lockup, one of my favorite things to watch. It's a guilty pleasure. It is. Monique and Derek are joining us and they have no problem answering any questions so if there are things you need clarity on they're here to tell it all it's way up with Angela Yee when we come back Monique and Derek love after lockup we're back with radio royalty award-winning host and media personality Angela Yee more way up with Angela Yee on now What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm here with Jasmine Brandon Mano. And we have an exclusive in their first ever interview from Love After Lockup, Monique and Derek, your favorite couple. 
Hey, y'all. What's up, everybody? What's happening? Okay. Yeah. Angela loves y'all. She's been talking about this interview, like wanting to interview y'all forever. <laughs> I know. She was I, so excited. I am. So let's get into it. Derek, let's start with you. So you and Monique mm-hmm. met because she said she was scrolling through and you guys became pen pals first? So long story short, I was in at the time in the fifth about six years. Mm-hmm. I was new to social media, so I put my name out there, got into the Facebook group. Monique reached out. Were you dating anybody else prior to that? When you first got locked up? No, I wasn't in a relationship. No, not at all. I ain't got no baby mothers, no kids. Okay, and you're from Cleveland? From Cleveland. I'm 216. And then, Monique, you reached out. Was he the only person you reached out to? He was the only person that I reached out what, to. What attracted you to him? I mainly like what he said. Like, it wasn't like, I'm looking for a girlfriend to marry. Like, he was basically saying, like, he wanted a friend, you know, somebody to, you know, talk to. And I was interested. I didn't reach out to him as soon as I seen his profile. It took me like a couple days. Okay. And what was your prior situation to that? You were in a relationship like how long before that? No, I've been single. I was single when I met him, but I was also dating at the same time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so. you do be going out and Derek did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> going out with your friends. All right. So then you guys started talking. And then when did you guys decide to take it to the next level? Well, like, we was in a gray area, so I was, like, out dating, still dealing with my ex. And, like, Derek used to kind of get upset about it. So it was like, okay, we're going to make it official. Because we was kind of arguing about not really knowing what we were at the moment. We knew we cared about each other, but Mm -hmm. I was looking at it as, like, he's locked up. He got some time left. And I didn't really want to, like, I still wanted to have fun. He had two and a half years left, right? When you guys met? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. How did y'all keep the relationship going while he was away and, you know, during those two and a half years? We talked a lot on the phone. It was like FaceTime video chat. Okay. Mm-hmm. And texting. I might have the whole team phone and just be on the everybody phone, make it so talk to her. We, we build that relationship up emotionally and spiritually first. And we got to know each other like through and through. How was the transition when you got out? Was it easy for you to keep that going or did you feel yourself being pulled in other ways? Me? I ask the tough questions. That's who I want to be with. Mm. Like, what make her smile? What make her happy? What make her sad? What make her mad? Like, these things I can't really see because I'm locked up. We have to experience that. And we didn't have the opportunity to experience that. That's why a lot of that, you see a lot of that on TV. Y'all seeing first incidents. Like, this is our first interview. So, Monique, you were honest about the fact that you were still dealing with your ex when you were talking to Derek and you were out with your friends. He knew that you still had other things going on at first. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what made you decide... You know what? I'm getting rid of him and I'm trying to work on this. It was more so because I was searching for an emotional and mental connection with someone. And Derek gave that to me rather than the men that I was dating. It was just more so just like sexual. Like we didn't really connect on a deep level. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why. I, I was like, like okay, I'm going to just thug it out with him. <laughs> he said, he said I, I would like to answer. Just me and me. I just highlighted the differences between them and, and me. Mm-hmm. You know, and this spoke for itself. I'm a, I'm action-based. So if you you was getting that prior to me, and I'm showing you this when I'm in there, so imagine what I can show you when I get out. Mm-hmm. Now, Monique, were you concerned with the fact that he was locked up for nine years, and then maybe when he comes out, the relationship is going to be different? I was very concerned about that mm-hmm. because I know he missed out on a lot of time. And I know when he got home, he was going to experience different things, which is kind of why I was kind of being overprotective of him and like not really wanting him to do things to go back to prison or make him forget about me. We saw you setting up. I'm sorry. We saw you (laughs) setting up the cameras and everything. Right. Mm -hmm. So 
just like what you just said, right? When you went to jail, when you went to jail, you missed out on so much, right? I know when I came home, I know all the stuff that I thought oh, I was doing. Oh, the spy store. She went to the spy yeah, store. you went to the spy store. <laughs> got those cameras. That so, was wild. Right. Yeah, I'm with that. <laughs> but, no, but do you find it hard to balance trust, right? Because you're dealing with a man that missed out so much on his life and may need to experience things, mm. right? So in essence, when you come home from prison after doing that much time, you're still trying to catch up. So it's certain things that a man wants to do and he may be getting pulled in certain areas. Are you still hard on him as far as the trust? Are you still spying on him? Because yeah. <laughs> that or is why I don't mean to set better? up cameras in the house secretly. That's a lot. Or are you getting better? Which, which one? Or are you not? I'm trying to give him a little bit more leeway. Like... Mm. We're not really sharing locations currently at the moment mm -hmm. because it's like, I want to trust you. Like, right. I don't want to be driving myself crazy. That's right. So I kind of lighten up a lot because well, we, we see each other a lot more now. Okay, All right, yeah, let's yeah. keep it real. All right, since you keep it so real. But there was a situation where you did get caught. And even watching the show, like when you watch back, there was that car chase that everybody was talking about <laughs> mm -hmm. where, you know, he said it was his sisters at first and then he was acting like he didn't know who it was. But then come to find out it was a CO who I guess was, you know, you had a prior situation with. And you told us before you really told her, like you was on TV and you was having a conversation with her on speaker, knowing exactly what was going on. But you was in there like, I don't know who this is. He was acting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was carrying Just on. trust me, had I known it was a yeah, female he was dealing I with, I, I definitely would have pulled over. Right. <laughs> but at that point up. when I was... When we were in the car, I'm like, I know this ain't his sisters because they just driving too crazy. Like, because at first I thought it was some guys in the back seat because mm -hmm. he was just coming home. Right. So that's why I was like scared and screaming like that because I'm thinking like maybe somebody trying to rob us. Or I don't mm -hmm. know. I feel in control of the situation because I was in my city. I knew one of after me. I just knew who it was. I feel like it could have got worse if I if the car was stopped. But Monique was crying. She was scared. Like she really did not. <laughs> yeah, know she ain't really she know was what I, who that was. Mm -hmm. I had her though. I had her. She. I just. I'm he didn't want to get caught. I he just was made like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I made sure I held it down. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like, had to. It was committed. Because the, the situation with that situation wasn't what I wanted. Right. I'm talking about far as the situation with the CEO. It wasn't what I wanted. It's what she wanted. I wanted this. I wanted Monique. Mm -hmm. And the CEO wanted more. And I told her it wasn't that. Now, let's talk about this too, uh, Monique, because your weight has been a topic of discussion. I saw mm -hmm. you going back and forth on social media. Like, mm -hmm. why would people think that Derek wouldn't like you because of that? Because it does feel like he's very into you. So why do you think that people criticize that and really try to act like this isn't possible? I think TV really don't show a plus size woman being loved correctly, especially mm -hmm. by a man who's attractive. Because I've never been, well, I've been insecure when I was younger, but in my adult years, like, I don't have a tr trouble finding a man. People think, like, I was really peddling through pen pal websites to find a man. No, I just so happened came across Derek. And I pretty much was more interested in what he was saying rather than what he looked like. And Derek, and on your behalf, some people feel like Monique is too good for you. Like, she just treats you too good. They also feel like she pays for things and that... You're out here doing you and she's holding you down. She held you down while you were locked up and you came home. She's, you know, handling things. I know at one point they thought you paid that crazy bill for mm -hmm. dinner, but it turns out production paid that $500 bill. Is that correct? I don't like how that became a big thing. Mm -hmm. This is the man I love and I care about. Even if he did want to come home and he wanted to try everything on the menu, I will get that for him. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to deprive him of anything. Why is that? You know what I'm saying? Because... I do it for her. Right. Exactly. So it's like, if he wanted to say he want to have lamb chops, 
crab legs, whatever the case may be, go ahead and get that. That's right. You like, was like, it's a lot. <laughs> but, look, but, but look, check this out, though. Did anybody catch the part when I came home with $9,000 on my, my on his account? book. Okay. Anybody catch that? No, I didn't catch that. Ain't nobody talking about that, <laughs> we, Listen, if we you know caught it, we definitely will be talking about it. I'm saying, <laughs> I, I was in the bank for a minute. We TV couldn't even believe it. So you put $9,000... That was oh, none of my that money. Was money. Yeah, that, that was his, his own money. money. He came home with that. Oh, okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yes, Derek and Monique are joining us from Love After Lockup. There's more when we come back. It's Way Up with Angela Yee. Going way up, 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 up with Angela Yee. Boom this spring. If you're looking at the current headlines, you might not believe it. Some of those industries include e-commerce, healthcare, and surprisingly, hospitality. That's one of the areas with the most growth. If you need to hire qualified candidates ASAP for any of these industries or any other industry, you need ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. You may be wondering, how does ZipRecruiter help you grow your team? Well, they use a powerful matching technology that helps you find the qualified candidates. And there's a wide range of roles that they can do that for. Let ZipRecruiter keep your team growing strong, no matter what the industry Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself. Go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash W-A-Y-U-P. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Are you? Paid advertisement. Prior results don't guarantee a similar outcome. This is Edge Martinez here with our good friend, top-rated construction and personal injury attorney, Michael Lamansoff. You all know him for winning multi-million dollar awards for injury victims. Michael, break down why you fight so hard for them. I fight so hard for them because they work so hard for us. They're being injured because reckless owners choose speed over safety. Workers trust me to hit them where it hurts them the most, their pockets. So when they come to you, you fight for them. Absolutely. But many are steered away by ambulance chasers and runners paid by crooked lawyers. Some runners call themselves legal helpers and approach injured workers with phony promises about upfront money and lies about their track records. They can use well-known community members or social media influencers to help sell their cases. That has to be illegal and unethical. It is. If a lawyer has to buy your case, how good can they be? I don't buy cases. I work hard to win them. Call Michael S. Lamonsoff by dialing pound 250 on your phone and say the bull. That's pound 250 and say the bull. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet, the faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. iHeart Podcast Networks presents 50 Years of Hip Hop Podcast, a series that follows the evolution of rap and hip hop, a genre that broke out of the streets of the way up. entertainment and inspiration on audible listen to motivation health the latest memoirs and more with audiobooks popular podcasts and originals audible is the home of storytelling sign up for 30 days free at audible.com slash way up now back 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 now back at it you vibing way up with angela yee What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee and Love After Lockup. Your favorite couple, Derek and Monique, are here. And Monique, I saw on Life After Lockup, there was a cliffhanger. If you're pregnant or not. Mm-hmm. So, can we have a drink or no? Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all will find out tonight. 
<laughs> I'm like, are we uh, having a well, toast or? Regardless of the, right now, are you all interested in having children? I'm open to having kids. Okay. We always, we talk about it always. We want to have kids for sure. Okay. Right. What about marriage? Working on that. He got that ring, baby. Now, <laughs> let me ask you this. Family. Because it seems like that causes a lot of issues <laughs> in the relationship on both of your sides. Now, Derek, I saw your sister was on live and she was trying to say that you guys, you know, were abusive toward each other physically. Right? So, what is the situation with that? We ain't putting our hands on each other. We ain't. We, we have our arguments, but we ain't, it ain't coming to physical blows, nothing like that. How do you no. feel about your sisters? Because I know that's a difficult position to be in. Your sisters clearly don't like Monique. That's and, a long story. And Return, she clearly doesn't like them because of, you know, how they treat her. So how do you move forward like that? If you ain't for us, you ain't for me. That's for anybody, family, mm. friends, whoever. Because she loved me. You'll see, like, my father's side. They love her. Yeah, they see like she nice. was Like she was born in the family. But, you know, that's how it is. You know, my mother's son, they ain't so much embracing the situation because they feel like I got a type. They don't know the inside what I know. They don't know the character. That's what I'm going on for. That's what's more important. That's what we standing on because I've been through a lot. She gave me love and loyalty. She was real. I just returned that same energy to my girl. Mm-hmm. And Monique's sisters don't seem to like you either. <laughs> Now, how's, how is that situation? The sister's not feeling either it's, side, huh? No, that's what I'm saying. It's the family sometimes it's that causes like, it's, so many issues. It's up and down. So my sisters don't get too much into my business like his sisters. You ran over one of his sisters. Oh. I didn't, <laughs> she nah. fell on the ground. She was like, yeah. Money <laughs> <laughs> <Bloody> crazy. <laughs> but she, you didn't hit her. No, she, she just fell on the ground. Like, like just dramatic now what about when you found out that Derek did cheat though right and you did admit that you did cheat you stepped out you said it was early when you had first gotten home Mm -hmm. so how was that for you getting over that because we saw he went really hard to try to win you back it definitely was hard to get over it just because I'm like I didn't did so much for this man like we done been through so much and it's like a week out you already cheating with CD on the flip side I feel like we was in a great year it's that same area we was in before we got together and then she helped me look at that like even if we in a great area I ain't cheap so I'm like Damn. what's a great what do you mean we were like, in a great where we had like arguing and fighting all the time and it's like it's, and it's like it wasn't clear I feel like and that was the first week out you guys were yeah, arguing I feel, okay. I, because, but it wasn't so much of us though we love each other we love them, but it was her family my family like it was causing strain on our relationship we weren't arguing about each other we arguing because what just took place with my sisters and mm-hmm. outside noise right and that's why once we move right along, we be good. We smile and happy all day, but it's be the outside noise. Right. How were you able to forgive him, though, for that? I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm, I, I haven't completely gotten over it. When you guys do get married, you think your sisters will come to the wedding? They're not invited. I know they want to. I know they want to. <laughs> for their own reason, they want to. answer that real quick. They most, they, they most, they, they most <laughs> definitely want to. Now, the first day out, what was that like the first night together? It was epic. Let me be honest with him. Be honest. Be honest. You I shed a tear. No right. We cried together. Right. They ain't gonna lie. Oh, they ain't, they ain't catch that. They ain't, y'all caught that. I ain't catch that. Did you cry out of joy of being home? Man, it was everything. Right. What I left, where I was at, where I know where I was gonna go. That's right. I couldn't believe I cried in front of her, but it was just so real because I knew what we've been through and what, what we got. Right. Other people don't understand what we got. We yeah. showing each other every day what we got. So now financially and career-wise, what happens next? We build a team. We're trying to explore our own show, doing that. My fitness, I'm going to school to be a personal trainer, physical therapist. I'm into that. 
And I got some things like opened up my own ventures with podcasts and um, being active in my community, nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Like, I got an organization I'm working on with the youth through sports and athletics. I was big on that growing up. And I had some opportunities to uh, play some parts of movies. I wanted to do some documentaries, too. And Monique, uh, what I know you already have a, a job, but like, what's what's next for you? Um, working through my weight loss surgery. Mm-hmm. I'm also looking to expand on like the hair business, do cosmetics, like lip kits, eyebrow kits. So that should be coming out soon. Okay. <laughs> and is somebody gonna move somewhere? Is somebody gonna move to Cleveland? Somebody gonna move to Chicago? No, she coming to me. <laughs> no, she coming to me. That might be next week, so we could come back from New York. Well, we'll be tuned in to Life After Lockup. And then I can't wait to see what you guys have coming up next. But I did want to bring y'all up here just because people act like this relationship isn't real for some reason. Mm -hmm. But Monique (laughs) and Derek, Love After uh, Lockup, Life After Lockup. And then marriage after lockup. We can- <laughs> kids after lockup. Yeah, babies after yeah. lockup. And then <laughs> yes, yeah, speak it into existence. Mm-hmm. That's what's been going on. It's been working for us too. All right. Well, thank y'all so much for coming through. I appreciate you guys really travel here to do this interview to give us this exclusive for the first time. And hopefully, it was a good experience for it you. Was. Yes. Thank you for having us. Appreciate thank you all. Thank you all. All right. Well, thank you so much to Derek and Monique from Love After Lockup for joining us. You can watch the full interview because there's definitely a lot more on YouTube.com/slash Way Up With. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes. I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. (laughs) And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place 
for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Yee, but when we come back, we also have Ask Yee, 800-292-5150 is the number. Call us up. Any questions you have, we are here. Yeah, listen. You vibing way up with Angela Yee. Whether it's relationship or career advice, Angela's dropping facts. So you should, so you should know. This is Ask Yee. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. Jasmine Brand is here with me. And it's time for Ask Yee. And you know you can leave a voicemail. So even if you can't get through during the show, the number is 800-292-5150. We can answer your questions that way, too. So here is the voicemail that one of our listeners left. Hi, Angela. I have a question. I don't know how to approach or discuss my mother-in-law moving out of my house. My husband has talked to her already and kind of hinted around, you know, we're going to be moving in about a year, so you're going to have to start looking around, and I guess nothing directly, but hinting kind of around the fact, I suppose, but I'm getting impatient because my mother-in-law is a procrastinator. She does everything at the last minute. She doesn't really ever give him an answer. She kind of skates around that. So I was just wondering how you think this should maybe be discussed or if I should stay out of it. Maybe you could answer that on your show and hopefully I catch it. I appreciate you, girl. Bye. All right. Well, this is what I feel. Okay. Also a good question. Yeah. Would be the best approach Mm -hmm. because she's a procrastinator. He also hasn't directly told her. He's just hinting around it. Mm -hmm. You do have to be direct, but you can also be helpful. I don't know what her plans are when it's time for her to move, but he should help her. Like, all right, so what's the plan? Let's figure this out now so that I could be of a benefit to use when you're trying to move. Mm -hmm. And then if he's, um, you know, if she's moving to another place, well, let's see if she doesn't know where she's moving to. He should, you know, find her a realtor. Mm -hmm. Like, do all of those things to be of assistance so she can't procrastinate. I like the idea of both of them together. Mm-hmm. But I understand that it's his mother. It, so is, his, it is his mama. So he probably should be the one <laughs> to lead the discussion. To lead the discussion okay, and right. talk about it with her mm-hmm. um, first. And then just say, okay, well, we have this realtor who's going to be really helpful. So let's go look at some places. Right. And that's how you approach it. And then that way you can be involved in making sure that it, it goes along, but you're also being helpful. Yeah. You're not saying I'm kicking you out, but you kind of are. <laughs> in a nice way but you're also helping you're preparing and you're having you know the, the child the, the, the son lead the discussion which I think is good yeah so I think that's the best way to do it you know sometimes we hint around things and you don't say it directly yeah and so because it's uncomfortable and uh, awkward conversation to have I understand keep having, yeah. and that's why it's still not direct like you gotta get out <laughs> right it's no, more yeah. like look I know that this is the plan we're moving in a year mm-hmm. let's help you get situated because that's gonna make me so much more comfortable I wanna make sure you're good yeah let's go look at these places We'll do it together. He can find her some great options. Mm-hmm. And good, then, good talking points, too. Mm-hmm. Well, that was Ask Yee. And again, you can always leave a message. I'm going to respond to that no matter what. 800-292-5150. Even if we're not on the air, we still get your messages. And we also use them for last words. And that's coming up next on Way Up with Angela Yee. Going way up, turn up, turn up. with Angela Yee. Here's the last word 
on Way Up with Angela Yee. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee, and that was fun. Jasmine Brand is here. That hey, that was a good time. Yeah, Derek and Monique. And you know, life after lockup is still on, so we don't know what's going to end up happening. But we do know they're still together. It looks like. Listen, when I tell you, they really look like they're into each other. Like he was holding her hand whenever mm-hmm. she would get nervous. They're really cute. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm Derek, don't let us down. Yeah, pl- yes, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, again, that was uh, Derek and Monique that joined us, and I know there was a lot going on. It is a Monday. It's a lot. So we were talking about a lot, but I do just want to say that I'm glad I got a chance to, you know, talk about everything that happened with the whole Tamron Hall situation. Yeah. And I know people on social media, and this is for anybody, like it can be a crazy place. That's why I just basically logged off of that and wasn't doing that um, for the weekend. But I'm glad that I had a chance to speak my piece. I know. And I realized that the way that I deal with things sometimes is I'll just ignore it. You, that is your that's your go to. I mean, look. I feel like sometimes when you explain yourself, people be like, we don't care. Why? You know, so yeah. I'll just try to ignore things. But I did want to make sure that I addressed it only because I feel like I don't want anybody up here to us, the women in particular up here to feel like I was trying to say they don't exist. I was really only talking about in the studio. That's why right. I was talking about the people whose job is to be in that studio during the show. And definitely people do come in and help with things. But Throughout the course of an entire episode in that room, in that studio, that's what it was. And for anybody out there, how you feel is how you feel. I know it can be intimidating sometimes to express yourself because you don't know if there's going to be backlash. People might not believe you. They might not agree with you. They might get mad at you. They might attack you or whatever. And if they do, just log off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the only advice I can give because if you sit there and pay attention to all of those comments, you will drive yourself crazy. And I send you comments out about this in particular and you'll be like, Jasmine, why are you in the comments? Yeah. I don't look at comments. I don't do any of that. Yeah. You know, so I just want to share all of that. And even me saying like, usually I don't go back and forth. I don't. And then people be like, well, why are you doing it now? Well, usually I don't. But anyway, um, so that was that. But let's hear your last word. That's mine. And that's for real my last words on that. Um, 800-292-5150. I just want to give a shout out to you for having a new show, doing her thing on the new show. And uh, also give a shout out to my mom and my big sister. You know what I'm saying? We just lost my father two years ago. And these black women have rallied around me and been the support system that I needed. So I just wanted to shine the light on them. Tell them that I love them. Mama, I love you. Big sis, I love you. That's how we rap. Well, I'd like to um, shout out Angela Yee. i also like to shout out myself. My name is R. Esco. I'm the founder of a lifestyle brand called Misspent Youth, and I believe Angela Yee is a well-needed voice for the culture, and she's doing exactly what she's supposed to be doing. Keep doing what she's doing, and don't worry about what people are saying, because she's doing exactly what she's supposed to be doing. She gets it, and she's relevant, she's popping, and she know what we need to hear, and she know what needs to be done and furthermore i also seen her at a shopify event two weeks ago and i was the one in the back yelling we love you angela and i gave her one of my t-shirts and i think she's dope and she she keep doing a wonderful job angela yee is way up hey it's angela yee from way up with angela yee imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body better mental health connecting with your community and creating memories without spending money join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk hike or a bike ride with rails to trails conservancy because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside get ideas for getting outside at rails to trails.org slash iheart and on social media at rails to trails 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.